Hey everybody, welcome back for another episode of the Be Yourself podcast with your boy and favorite podcast host in these podcast streets, Tariq Farrington. If you are new here, thank you so much for choosing the Be Yourself podcast to listen to. And if you are a reoccurring listener or you're a part of the Be Yourself podcast community, thank you so much for supporting and listening to the podcast every single week. I really do appreciate each and every one of you. We are officially back. Happy New Year, everybody. One of my top goals for the year was just to make the first episode of the year be in January and we are almost a few days out of January so that means we made it because today this episode drops on the 26th of January we're not out of January yet the first episode of the year is not in February (sighs) my dreams my one of my first goals of the year has become a reality so We're off to a great start. I'm hoping all the best for you this 2024. I hope you had a tremendous and great uh, holiday, Christmas, and you're having a great new year so far. I I know it's only the first month. To some, January may feel like the longest month of the year. And to some, it it probably went by, um, you know, like a breeze. But I can say for me, I would say that January you know, half and half. It was a long month, plus the month went quickly because there's a lot of changes that happened in my life um, through the course of January and December, those two months. A lot of beautiful changes. I've learned so much. I've gained so much perspective, and I feel as though it is the it is the lessons that I needed to be able to go into 2024 mindful. Um, I've been praying a lot more. Um, like, it, it is just amazing, and I'm going to share some of those stories throughout the course of the year. Um, a lot of it is still fresh right now, and I and I and I want to make sure that these um, things that I want to share with you are developed. Um, and so they're definitely going to come out, and I'm definitely going to talk much more about my experiences um, in different areas and parts of my life on the pod very soon. So stay tuned for that the entire year. Make sure you subscribe if you're not subscribed. Make sure you download our episodes if you'd like to listen to them without Wi-Fi. If you're anywhere, you know, where I live, like in Nassau, Bahamas, and, you know, we just have random Wi-Fi outages or sometimes random power outages, which, you know, we, we've, we've lessened up on the power outage, outage situation. Unless, I should say, in my area where I live, we've lessened down, cut down on the power outages. In some areas of the Bahamas, they still get power outages, but, you know, good on BPL for, for doing their thing and not giving a lot of power outages like they used to Um years back but the wi-fi when you come home the wi-fi would randomly be off and then they would tell you they would send a technician a day later or they can't send a technician until the weekend which is the craziest thing ever hopefully that happens less and less you know this uh year but yeah make sure you download the episodes as well you can listen to them on the road if you don't have any um um you know data on your phone you can definitely listen to it on the road once you've downloaded it. Make sure you share it with a friend so that you also can um, have, you know, these podcast episodes could also be conversation starters as well. You can send them a clip that you screen recorded or you can send them the entire podcast by just copying and sharing the link. Now, there's a lot that has also been going on on social media, um, you know, top of the new year. And I'm, I definitely have a few different topics ready to go so that we could talk about it. But I am warning you, I want to give this disclaimer that this episode will be a more uh, sports-packed episode. There's a lot of sports topics 
you know, we only have one or two social media topics or headlining topics, but the majority of the episode is sports-based. I don't want to scare everyone who's not interested in sports off. Please stay until the end. You never know. You may learn a few things. You know, the Super Bowl is coming up, so if you want to get caught up to what you're going to be watching on Sunday, make sure you stay tuned to this episode. If you're like me and you just, like, you just came into the sports world. You know, your father was always into sports. Your mother was always into sports. Your family was always into sports. But you just always looked at the TV, um, you know, in the NBA finals. And you always looked at the, looked at the TV in the NFL um, Super Bowl. And you're like, what is going on? Let's break it down. I'm going to tell you which teams are going to be um, going to um, the Super Bowl. Well, we don't know yet. We're going to know on Sunday. But... <clears throat> But I can tell you what my prediction is because my team, I believe that my team, because my team is still in the, in the, in the championship, we're still in the playoffs, and I believe that my team is going to the Super Bowl. And that is why I put the title of my team, I, I put my um, team's name in the title and topic of today's episode because I believe that my team is going to make it to the Super Bowl. Now, if you already looked at the title, you already know what my team is, but I'm going to leave that to the latter part of the episode. The first thing that I want to talk about, <laughs> and the reason why I'm laughing is because it's so funny. The first thing that I want to talk about is Cat Williams and the Cat Williams interview. Now, my first introduction to Cat Williams is, I believe the, the movies that he were in used to be on BT or, or, or some channel on TV back in the day. And my parents used to watch uh, these different like comedy movies, right? I believe... The movie name was Friday. I never even knew what the movie name to, to this day until the Cat Williams came out. But I believe the name of the movie was Friday, where um, Cat Williams was playing the pimp, right? And it was a great movie, right? And then all these comedians was playing, and then Ice Cube was in the movie as well, right? And that is my first introduction to Cat Williams. But recently, I believe it was either in 2022 or 2023, I believe it's 2022, where Cat Williams came out with a new comedy special. I saw it all over the place. Netflix promoted it, you know. Um, and even before it was number one, right when it dropped, I watched the comedy special. And my me and my mommy watched the comedy special, and it was hilarious. And this is how I developed a liking to Cat Williams and his comedy. Before that, I was extremely into Dave Chappelle and all of his comedy specials and all that he had to offer. Um... The comedy specials is not what really caught my eye with Dave Chappelle. His demeanor, his the, the way he's able to command a room, the way he's able to communicate, his poisonous, like everything about Dave Chappelle when he's communicating allowed me to take a liking to his communication style. And I also implemented that into my communication style, you know, with my stage presence. And so that's when I was doing a lot of research on communicators and all styles of communication. And so that is my introduction really into the comedy world. And so when Shannon Sharp did an interview with Cat Williams, I was definitely not, um, you know, not knowing what was going on. I was very up to date on what was going on, right? I don't know if people um, that are my peers really knew what was going on. But in the Cat Williams interview, I could truly say that there is a lot that I did not know. There's a lot of comedians that I did not know. I learned about a lot of comedians, although there was a, a lot of... um quote-unquote truth-telling or, you know, confronting, you know, confronting um, different people and different things that were said, the interview was still hand 
and hilarious interview and a genius interview. I mean, Shannon Sharp is a guy that I've been, you know, looking up to recently, not even since this interview, since he was on um, the Skip Bayless show, right? And, you know, he left the Skip Bayless show and, you know, he took a little hiatus for about, I believe, a month or two or three or, you know, about some time. It felt like forever, but he came back with all of these different, you know, ventures and ideas and production companies and shows. I believe he always had Club Shay Shay, though. He always had Club Shay Shay. I'm just finding that out. I, did, I, I wasn't, you know, privy to Club Shay Shay, but I'm just, you know, now getting into it. Not even since the, uh, not even since the Cat Williams interview. A couple of interviews back, probably when he had um, Tabitha Brown on, I believe. But that's my int- introduction to um, these comedians. And, you know, this interview, like I said, was a great interview. Shannon Sharp allowed him to talk. It was so much comedy involved. And not to mention the whole world stopped and watched. I mean, if I if I could go right now on YouTube, let me go right now on YouTube and type in um Club Shay Shay, I believe the podcast is named. And I wanna see where the interview is at. The interview is literally this interview has been up for three weeks and it's at fifty-four million. The highest viewed interview on Club Shay Shay. I don't know if this is the highest viewed interview um, on YouTube as a whole or on the internet. I don't know. I don't know those logistics and numbers. But I can tell you that on Club Shay Shay, it's at 54 million. And he has episodes on here that go up to 6 million and, you know, so on and so forth. And even the clips, like 4.7 million interviews, like those are the views on his interview. But the Cat Williams interview was like the most watched interview. It was as if... We was watching a comedy special. It was so funny. And he was just giving so much gems. My favorite gem from the um, Cat Williams interview is, we don't know why liars lie. I've been using that ever since. I've been using that in all my conversations ever since. We don't know why liars lie. (laughs) That's one of my favorite ones. But if you haven't checked it out, make sure you go check it out. It's a very, even if you don't know what's going on, you're not interested and involved in the drama. Now, I can't confirm what he's saying. All that he's saying is true because guess what? Dun, dun, dun. I wasn't there. Neither can you. You wasn't there as well. Uh, Everybody on social media was just going crazy and going wild about how he's telling the truth. And I get it, right? Everything, like everything about the interview was hilarious. Everything about the interview was genius. It was greatly done. The production was great. The jokes was great. It was like it was a Netflix special. Like that interview, that two to three hour interview literally deserves to be on Netflix. I think Netflix need to start putting the best interviews on their platform. But regardless, you know, <laughs> the Club the club Shay Shay platform was a great enough platform. And, you know, Cal Williams is big enough to go on a 40, uh, for, sorry, 54 million people around the world and grabs people's, people's attention. I mean, even... Like going around certain places in Nassau, people I saw people watching the interview, the same interview that I was watching. So I mean, the interview is pretty worldwide and not just you know limited to the United States. So shout out to Shannon Sharp. I look up to Shannon Sharp. I actually follow um the Nightcap podcast with you know Shannon Sharp and Ocho Cinco. I watch it most nights when they go live. I periodically watch the Club Shay Shay. Uh, interviews that he have on there which is a more longer form interview with a guest um um nightcap is the shan sharp 
and Ocho Cinco show. And then I believe they just added a new guy to the show as well. So that's where they do that. And he also appears on um, Stephen A. Smith's show. Don't remember the name of the show right now, but I usually watch it on TV sometime. Oh, First Take. The show name is First Take. See? Nobody could try test me and say, oh, you, you're not a fan of someone's work. I, I, I know. I'd be studying. I'd be watching um, the greats and how they come up and all of the things. And it's so inspiring, especially being um, a podcaster and especially being a communicator. All of it is inspiring. So, you know, I just wanted to implement that in today's podcast. If you haven't watched it already, check it out <laughs> and let me know if you at least had one good laugh. The second topic that we have is about the Miami Heat, baby, my team. Miami Heat, Eric Spolcher's eight-year contract extension worth reportedly $120 million, $120 million. He is now the highest-paid coach in the NBA. Now, this contract, $120 million contract for eight years for Eric Spolcher is well-deserved. Come on. It's well-deserved. He's been on that team for a very long time. He's led that team to championships. He's led that team to the Eastern Conference Finals many times, especially in the last three years. He's led that team to the playoffs two times in the last three to four years. Come on. Come on. And I believe, because Miami is my team, I believe that we're going to make it to the NBA Finals again. I don't know who it's going to be against. Now, let me tell y'all, when I saw that the Denver Nuggets was going to be playing us in the NBA Finals, I was like, who in the world is the Denver Nuggets? What are they going to do to us? What is a Denver Nugget? <laughs> Trust me, in the playoffs, I found out what the Denver Nuggets could do. I found out what a little nugget could do. You know what I'm saying? They got big nuggets on their team, but they also got little nuggets on their team. <laughs> but, yeah, um, he got paid that contract. And speculations out there are that, you know, uh, the Miami Heat and the Miami Heat owners and franchise waited until he finalized his divorce to, to, give, to give him his full, you know, extension contract. Now, if this is true, I don't know if it's true, but it did happen in, a, in that order. You know, he did get divorced shortly before he got his $120 million contract. If that is the case, that is a genius move. Because, you know, sometimes in the court cases, especially with, um, you know, marriage court cases or divorce court cases, you know, sometimes you have to split that halfway or you got to split that, you know, however the judge sees fit or however the courtroom sees fit. So that's a good thing that he's able to, you know, get paid with these other because he's worked really, really hard. We don't know why him and his wife got divorced in this case um, as much as, you know, the email Odoka and Neil Long situation. I mean, that that was one. I, I'm, I'm hearing that that's one of the first times uh, NBA coaches have ever been out like that. Who knows why that went down like that? But um, I have a lot of hot takes on, you know, the Boston Celtics as well and, and their new coach that, you know, is going to come up when the Boston Celtics topics come up. Um, speaking of the Boston Celtics, we just played the Boston Celtics last night. The Miami Heat versus the Boston Celtics game came on TNT. I turned on the TV. I didn't see TNT in my guide. And so I called up my television provider and I said, do we have TNT, um, you know, with this, you know, with y'all, with this television cable provider? 
And he said, yes. And then I said, I, f- I had a follow-up question, what channel is it? He said, I, okay, I have to check the guide. So he checked the guide, just like I did previously. And he came back about 10 minutes later after checking the guide. I probably, I'm thinking he was checking it up and down, up and down, around from the middle to the top, from the top to the bottom, from, from all kind of areas and all kind of angles. But he came back and he said, we don't have TNT. I w- oh my gosh, I was so f- furious. I was so upset because I, it, it was like, I just realized that they were playing it until like the last half of the second quarter. And it was already in the third quarter because I was waiting on this guy to, you know, go through the guy just like I did. And lo, lo and behold, they did not have TNT. But I end up, you know, putting pulling the score up. And I can pull it up for us right now. I think I can go and pull it up. But I can definitely let you know now that the Boston Celtics definitely beat us. So the Boston Celtics won with 143 points. And the Miami Heat lost with 110 points. Womp, womp, womp. Very sad situation. Because it's my team. I want my team to lose. Uh, pause. I want my team to win. Why? Did I'm just talking. I want my team to win. I didn't even cut that out. I want my team to win. 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 <laughs> I want my team to win. I don't want my team to lose. I want my team to win. But my team has been losing a very significant amount. And I don't know what to do about it. But speaking of my team, we just made a very significant trade. Someone who's been on our team for a, a, a little while. Kyle Lowry got traded to the Charlotte Hornets for Terry Rosier to go to the Miami Heat. I'm going to say that again because it's ve- this was a very confusing trade to me. Everybody in the comments was celebrating the trade. Everybody was saying how hard Terry is and how hard he's going to you know, go and how he's going to take us to you know, the playoffs and we're going to win the playoffs. Kyle Lowry got traded to the Charlotte Hornets for Terry Rozier to go to the Miami Heat. Who is Terry Rozier? I don't know. A lot of people are saying that it is a steal of a trade. I mean, they've been sleeping on Kyle Lowry. I can say one of the reasons why we made it to the 2023 NBA Finals playing against the Nuggets and last as long as we did is because Kyle Lowry came in clutch. Kyle Lowry came in clutch with those three-pointer shots. Okay, sometimes he would miss, most times he would make it in. Kyle Lowry would be lackadaisical in some games. Kyle Lowry would slow down the pace of some games. Kyle Lowry will be the cause of some games. But, man, he came in clutch sometimes. And Mr. Terry Rozier, I don't know about giving him a matter of time to prove and show himself and show his skill. But Mr. Terry Rozier played two games, and we lost two games. Mind you, we were losing games before him, right, at a rapid race. Sorry, at a rapid rate. But we brought the guy on the team. We traded one of our vital pieces to why we constantly made it to the NBA Finals. Some probably would argue not. I'm arguing Kyle Lowry was a significant part. Right? For Terry Rosier. Now, I don't want to be an early judger and spectator of things. Let's see where this is going to go. It might go in a good direction. It might go in a bad direction. <sighs> no pun intended, but I am kind of heated that they, that they, you know, traded Kyle Lowry. 
to the Charlotte Hornets, to the Hornets, from a major team like the Miami Heat to the Hornets, the disrespect. Now, I don't know. See, I was going to say, I don't know which team, logistically, what team is better than the other, but I can definitely say that the Miami Heat is way better than the Charlotte Hornets. But now, they got one of our players, and we got one of theirs. Who knew how this decision, you know, was made? We didn't even hear this situation, like, we didn't even hear this situation brewing through the grapevine. It just exploded in our faces, and the trade just happened. Like, like. I just saw a big picture on Instagram, on the Miami Heat Instagram, saying, thank you, Kyle Lowry. And I was thinking because he had won win a game or, you know, he, he they're the, the praising him for a game that he, you know, made us win. But no. I saw, uh, I, after that, I saw a video of Terry Rosier coming off of a plane. And they said, welcome to Miami. That is when, you know, it just all fell apart for me. Now, we all know, well, not we all know, but some of us sports fans know that when Damian Lillard wanted to leave Portland, he was subbing. Well, he wasn't even subbing. He was saying direct quotes, sending direct quotes on Instagram Live, on every interview, on every tweet that he wanted to come to the Miami Heat. You know who picked him up? The Milwaukee Bucks. And even the Milwaukee Bucks are having problems, right? The Milwaukee Bucks traded someone off of their team for Damian Lillard. We wanted Damian, the Miami Heat fans wanted Damian Lillard to come to Miami Heat. The Miami Heat allowed Damian Lillard to slip through their hands and slip through the cracks and go to Milwaukee Bucks. And to play with Giannis, right? I don't know how that chemistry is going over there. I'm hearing that chemistry is going good, but they're also in the middle of switching out coaches because I guess their 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 previous coach. The reason why I say previous coach is because I mean they switched out the coaches um, in literally a day or less than a day. <laughs> the coach was out of there, and his replacement was in there immediately. I believe his name is Don Rivers. The uh, see, I'm remembering things right off the top of my head. Um, Milwaukee Bucks coach is now Don Rivers. Now, I don't know what the previous coach name is, but the reason why I'm calling them previous is because they literally swapped them out in less than a day or within a day's time. But long story short, we wanted Damian Lillard. Lillard. He is now at the Milwaukee Bucks, and now they made this trade. I don't know why. I don't know why. Couldn't, couldn't they have traded Kyle Lowry for, you know, Damian Lillard? Maybe they tried to trade. Maybe Portland didn't want to trade. You know what I'm saying? Um, but we got Terry Rosier now. Let's see. Let's see how this affects our team significantly. I I I really want to know what our team is going to benefit from this change. And you're definitely gonna hear my mouth during the during the playoffs. I believe the playoffs is in is it in May? I don't remember when the when the NBA um, finals take place, but you definitely know we're going to be hyping it up and talking about it because you definitely know the Miami Heat is going to make it to the finals again, no matter what. With that being said, ESPN comment section and commentators continue to doubt the Miami Heat 
and that they'll make it to the playoffs again. Let me play this clip because when I saw this commentator said this, I went to the comments and even ESPN's comment section was hating on the Miami Heat. Don't y'all know I'm gonna see I'm gonna save my commentary for last, but don't y'all know not to doubt the Miami Heat? The un y'all keep making us the underdogs and we keep rising to the occasion. Very unlikely the Heat will go back to the NBA finals. That's fine and like accurate. They're gonna be underdogs against the top three teams in the East. Yeah. But can let's play that again. Let's play that again. Come on, let's play it again. Very unlikely the Heat will go back to the NBA finals. That's fine and like accurate they're going to be underdogs against the top three teams in the east yeah. but can they do it yeah absolutely they can do it this is the miami heat philly they beat them in the playoffs recently milwaukee milwaukee like starts to quiver when they see the mere sight of the miami heat boston we saw what happened last year like these guys are deep and they're if they get healthy they're they're deeper than they were last year and they have stuff to trade and i think they're going to look around and see can we get one more ball handler one more offensive threat in here to fortify us because offense is their weaker half of their team and i think they could use a boost they but look, I, I, yeah. i'm not gonna pick them i'm not gonna pick them but they could beat all those teams even boston and i think boston's the best team in the league and in the east it's very bro you said your statement and you had to go back on your statement. I'm not saying they can't do it, but I'm saying it's very unlikely. You're saying we can't do it. You're saying we can't do it, bro. You're saying we can't do it. You're not saying it's very unlikely. You're saying we can't. I'm not saying they can't do it. They, they, they're capable of doing it, but it's very unlikely. Really? That's what every, that's the same thing everybody said in 2023. I'm convinced some commentators just want to have a hot take now. Because, or, or y'all setting us up for success and y'all just want us to be the underdog so that we could rise to the occasion. Maybe you're actually for us and not against us. I don't know. I don't know how the situation is going right now. But what I could tell you is that, mark my words, we are going to make it to the Eastern Conference Finals and then we're going to make it to the NBA Finals. Now, all of the BOSA podcast viewers, make sure you subscribe so that you hear that victory episode in the in the middle part of this year when the NBA finals is here. Right? Don't doubt us. Y'all gotta stop doubting us. Y'all gotta stop learning to doubt us. Because what I believe the, the Miami Heat does is they definitely have your commentators on rotation on the speakers to hear your doubts over and over and over. And then on the screen, on the TV screen, in our facility or 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 or, or in our um locker room. We definitely have the com comments, the ESPN, you know, um, hating comments or whatever, Bleacher Report hating comments or whatever sports page, you know, where the commenters are hating. We definitely have that on rotation in, you know, on a screen for motivation purposes. But enough of the NBA, right? We ain't reached their playoffs yet. The Super Bowl is approaching. The Super Bowl is on Sunday, February 11th. At 6.20 p.m. Eastern Time. The divisional uh, weekend was last weekend, which was Saturday and Sunday. I watched the game. Me and me went to a, uh, a bar and restaurant like we usually do to watch these big games, right? And I actually didn't want to go to the bar and, re bar and restaurant this time to watch the game. I wanted to watch the game at home. But guess what? Remember when I told you my Wi-Fi was out one time when I came back home randomly? 
somehow the Wi-Fi is also connected to the TV, right? I don't know when since we started doing this here in the Bahamas at some of our, you know, like TV providers, but we got to get it together. I remember once upon a time, I'm not even old to be saying back in the day, but I want to say back in the day, you know, when the Wi-Fi was off, you could have turned on the TV. Now you can't even turn on the TV while the Wi-Fi is off. Wow. Wow. So I couldn't even watch the big game. I had to go to the restaurant, the bar and restaurant with all TVs around to watch the Super Bowl game. <clears throat> we was first sitting outside. It was super cold outside. I don't know where that went. Just pick up from, but it was super cold outside. Then we went inside and it was super cold inside. So next time when we go to watch the game, I'm definitely bringing a jacket. But the Super Bowl is approaching. I already say it's Sunday, February 11th. I'm the divisional weekend just passed it was it passed on saturday and sunday and before i get into who beat who and who won over who in the in the divisional weekend game i want to get to this the significance of the super bowl now some of you may know by previous episodes but around super bowl time well not around super bowl time my father hosted a super bowl party in February, and immediately after the Super Bowl, he tragically passed away. Now, this is why the Super Bowl means so much to me. And not only does the Super Bowl mean so much to me because of, you know, my team, I believe my team is making it to the Super Bowl for the first time in a long time. But, you know, my daddy was very into sports and, you know, his team was the Miami Heat. I adopted that team from him. He loved the NBA so much. He loved NFL games so much. And so I, I wasn't interested at all. And like immediately out of nowhere, years after he passed, I started to take up interest for the first time in sports. And I'm loving it. And I enjoy my time watching sports and, you know, listening to sports commentators. And the reason why I'm able to, you know, talk the way I do is because I've watched and listened to sports commentators. Now, last year, I always titled um, the podcast episodes Amateur you know, NBA Finals Commentary. Hopefully, when the, when, this, when the NBA Finals come up again, it's not going to be an amateur commentary. I'm going to be able to break it down in the way that I see it and break it down in a clear way, in a clear view, right? So, hoping for that. But, yeah, that's the significance of the Super Bowl to me. I just wanted to mention that. He passed immediately after throwing a Super Bowl party. The Super Bowl party was at our house with all kind of friends and family around, and it was very, nothing short of amazing, right? I think that was the first Super Bowl party we did, but the division, the divisional weekend of the, for the Super Bowl was last week, Saturday and Sunday, like I said, and on Saturday, the Ravens beat the Texans. This is when y'all get to know who my team is. The Ravens, baby. Raven about the Ravens this year, right? Y'all didn't know my team was the Ravens. That's when we call in during the pod. And I have the I hold on, let me let me disconnect the Bluetooth from the uh from the soundboard. That's my mommy calling during the pod. My, I know my mommy's listening. Hi, mommy. Sorry that I can't take your call right now. I'm, you know, in the middle of a podcast. But Raven about the Ravens this year. I know many of you did not know that my team in the NFL 
in football was the Baltimore Ravens. But now you know, I'm not a bandwagon of Ravens. I heard a lot of people on Instagram saying, oh, everybody's about to be a Ravens this weekend. No, 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 no. As soon as I saw those divisional games and all those teams was going head-to-head, as soon as I saw the cow, the Dallas Cowboys and the Eagles fall off like flies, I definitely know that my team was going to take it all for the win. Now, when I finish telling y'all who beat who and who won over who, y'all could get my predictions. Y'all probably already know my predictions right now. But on Saturday, last week Saturday, the Ravens beat the Texans. Right, the Ravens beat the Texans with 34 points, and the Texans lost with 10 points. It was a complete shocker that we were able to. Like, I know the Baltimore Ravens is a good team, but I mean, we blew them out of the water. You know what it is to go and make it to 15 and they don't catch up, to make it to 20 and they don't catch up, to make it to 25 and they can't catch up. To make it to third, when they made it to 25, I knew it was over. They were staying there until the end of the game. I so hyped with the Ravens right now. What? We won. The Ravens won with 34 points. And the Texans lost with 10 points. When you hear the other scores that I want to list off to you, it's going to blow your mind. You're going to be like, I know why Torek is so hype. Right? Then the same day, after our game, the 49ers played the Packers. Here's the thing about that. The 49ers beat the Green Bay Packers by three points. The 49ers won with 24 points, and the Green Bay Packers one with 21 points that was a close game now if you compare that game to the baltimore ravens and texans game it was a blowout okay the game that played after our game was not in comparison with our game we was on our game in that game in the first game (laughs) now on sunday the lions beat the buccaneers the Lions won with 31 points, and the Bucks lost with 23 points. Now, even on Sunday, I wouldn't say that was a blowout. Now, the Lions did, you know, manage to make it into the 30 category and, you know, dust the Buccaneers and left them in, in the 23 or the 20s category. But it wasn't as big as a blowout, as the Ravens did to the Texans, right? Now, another big game that happened on Sunday, the Chiefs and the Buffalo Bills. The Chiefs won with 20, you got to listen because this is go, This is all going to make sense because this is why, this is what we're waiting for. We're waiting for the championship big game on Sunday. The Chiefs beat the Buffalo Bills last week Sunday with 27 points. The Chiefs won with 27 points, and the Buffalo Bills lost with 24 points. Not a blowout at all. Not even close to a blowout. The Buffalo Bills 
could have definitely caught up some way. But the Chiefs won. The reason why that was such of a celebratory moment for them is because, not only because they won, because they were so close to losing. And guess what? If you didn't know, the Chiefs, the Kansas City Chiefs, was 2023's um, Super Bowl champion. So the Kansas City Chiefs was the, was the 2023 Super Bowl champion. And guess what? The championship game to see which team goes to the Super Bowl in Las Vegas is on Sunday, the 28th of January. And it's between the team that had the blowout in the first game on Saturday, which is the Ravens, blowout the Texans, and the team that barely almost made it to the championship game, the Chiefs. And the Chiefs also were the 2023 Super Bowl champs against the Eagles, right? Listen, we making it to that Super Bowl in Las Vegas on February 11th. I'm, this is my prediction right here. Lock in my prediction. Lock in my prediction on the Be Yourself podcast. I lock in in the prediction so much, I dedicated this entire podcast episode to the Baltimore Ravens. Lock in my prediction. The Baltimore Ravens will win this game on Sunday, the 28th of January, to lock in their spot to go to Las Vegas for the Super Bowl, the big game, on Sunday, February 11th, 6.20 p.m. Eastern Time. Mark my words. Mark it right there. Draw it in the sand, draw it in the cement, draw it with fire, draw it wherever you want or whatever you want. But mark my words. I got to put another in another prediction. The Ravens taking it all. The Ravens taking it home. That championship trophy is ours. We definitely taking it home and we definitely taking it by force. I've seen all the memes where people saying, um, where people saying, Lamar Jackson, please stop this madness where they show the um, Taylor Swift and, you know, um, Travis Kelsey's family in their, in their suite every single three seconds. Every single touchdown the Chiefs makes, they do be showing Taylor Swift and everybody who's in Taylor Swift's suite. But a lot of people are counting on Lamar Jackson to make that happen. Now that's not that's not the best part about the game. Taylor Swift can be as much um, NFL games as she wants, right? She's definitely going to be the, at the one where we beat the Kansas City Chiefs, and it's not going to be a glorious night for them, or evening, or or day. But I know victory is for the Ravens. Mark my words on that. We making it to the Super Bowl this year. Now, the last Super Bowl. That the Ravens won. My parents were at that Super Bowl. They were. T- they always tell me stories about how they were walking in a bunch of snow and how it was so cold and how they walked from their hotel to the stadium and all sorts of things. And that's how my mommy got her. That's how my mommy got a Baltimore Ravens jacket 
when she sent that Baltimore Ravens jacket in our family chat group, they say, you, you, you buy that jacket as quick as that? My mommy told them, I'm not no bandwagon. I ever had a jacket. My mommy had that jacket for so long, so many years, and she had the matching Baltimore Ravens gloves to go with it. Now, I'm not a... I'm not a bandwagoner either, but I was going on Nike.com and I was going about trying to find a Lamar Jackson, you know, Baltimore Ravens um, jersey. Couldn't find one. Because, you know, when they said, it, first of all, they said it was sold out on the Nike website. Now, when I went on the Baltimore Ravens um, merch website, they said that it was coming after the Super Bowl. Why would I need it after? I want it on the Super Bowl day, but I'm definitely still going to cop one. I'm still definitely going to cop a Lamar Jackson um, jersey and even a um, Odell Beckham Jr. jersey while I'm at it, right? Let's go Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore Ravens to the Super Bowl. That's what I see for the future, right? So make sure y'all tuning in to the game this Sunday, the 28th of January. Make sure y'all tuning in to see the Ravens beat the Chiefs. And I believe, who else is playing? The, um, the 49ers is playing someone as well. Because the 49ers want sort of, that means the 49ers is playing the Lions. Okay. The 49ers against the Lions and the Ravens against the Chiefs. Um, That's what's going to be um, playing on the championship game. Now, whoever makes it, only one team can make it out from both games. That's who's going to be going to Vegas. On Super Bowl and playing Sunday, February 11th, 6.20 p.m. Eastern Time. Right? Shout out to Lamar Jackson. Again, Lamar Jackson is the team's MVP. He's the fans' MVP. He's not a self-proclaimed MVP. The team... The team, his team, label him as the MVP. I mean, that boy was playing. He was balling on that field, okay? He was balling on that field in that game. It was just unbelievable. It was unbelievable. And the funniest part about it is I was just teasing them in the group, in the family chat group about their teams, because I was telling them Lamar Jackson was taking their legs from up under them. Well, was it Lamar Jackson? No, I don't believe it was Lamar Jackson. But there were some guys on the Baltimore Ravens team that was just yanking. Like, they think they're about to make it for a touchdown, and he yanked their legs right from under. And I was like, whoa, that was an entertaining game. Make sure you all tune in and check out the championship game, which is on Sunday, the 20th of January, this Sunday coming up. And make sure you all also tune in to the team that I predict is going to make the Super Bowl on Sunday, February 11th. At 6.20 p.m. Eastern Time, which is the Baltimore Ravens playing whoever. It don't matter who we play. We just know that this weekend we're about to beat the Kansas City Chiefs. And we don't know who we're about to beat in the Super Bowl, but anybody could get it. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode. I told y'all that today's episode was going to be very packed and filled with a lot of sports um, topics. If you enjoy these sports topics, let me know on Instagram. Our Instagram is Be Yourself Podcast. Make sure you follow us on Instagram. The Instagram is going to be up. Like, we, we have the Instagram up, but, you know, it's going to have a lot of more posts on there very shortly during the year. Now, the Be Yourself Podcast is working on a lot of great things. A lot of changes is going to happen. Not with the name. The name is forever. Not with the things we talk about. You know, things are going to be changing in our topics as well. We're going to do more of sports and more of social um 
but social media topics as well and what's going on in uh, in society and all of these great topics that I'm interested in in my personal life is definitely going to come on the pod because like it it makes for good pod, right? So, if you've enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe, make sure you stay tuned. And like I was saying, a lot of big things are coming. Um I just got off a meeting call last week about the future of the podcast and you know where we're headed. We're definitely going big. It's a See, see, 2024, let me let me inspire some of y'all. I know I haven't, I didn't come back with an inspirational, you know, message for y'all. 2024 is the go, is the go big or go home year. Don't go home. Don't go small. I want to inspire and motivate somebody who's listening right now that if you think, if you're thinking about finally accomplishing your goal or accomplishing your dream go big do not go home do not go small put your all into it don't think oh because if i go too big people are gonna laugh at me and say who i think i is if i think i a celebrity if i think i someone big if i think some if i think um i'm known or no 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 no, no. you think see me i think i'm Tariq farrington and anything with my name on it i want it to be big Anything with my name on it, I want it to be grand. Anything with my name on it, I want it to thrive. I've been cutting myself short for so long. I've been playing small for so long. I've been hiding and keeping the podcast only on certain platforms for so long. Because I was, I'm, I'm, I'm such a perfectionist that I want, I want my podcast to show up on other platforms perfectly. But guess what? I'm going big because I'm not going home. Right? I want to remind you. This is your year. This is your season. I know every year we say this, but 2024 definitely feels like the year. And it's not even based on a feeling. Scratch that. It's based on what we're proclaiming. We are proclaiming that 2024 is our year. And we're not only proclaiming that 2024 is our year, we're taking 2024 by storm and making it our year. Overcoming all trials and tribulations, not allowing anyone to confuse us, down us, or get us off of our ordained, uncharted path by God himself. Nobody could knock us off our path this year. I want you, I want to, I want I want to remind you and I want you to remind yourself that you are an overcomer. You can do all things through Christ Christ who strengthens you. I want you to know that God had a plan and a purpose for you even before you was formed in your mother's womb. I want you to know that you are him. I want you to know that you are her. I want you to know that you are God's child. I want you to know that you are created, that you are smart, that you are loved. You are loved by God. And he he wants to see you do great things. He wants to see you walk in your purpose. So this year... It's go big or go home. This year, we're not worrying about what people have to say. This year, we aren't worrying about people's opinions. See, when you make a decision in your life that you're going to go big and not go home, there are going to be people who are going to have opinions. Negative opinions and affirmations come with making a significant decision in your life. But it doesn't matter because what you should be focusing on is the task at hand, the purpose and the plan that is on your life. When you are on, when you are on your last few seconds on earth, when you are on your dying bed, when you like literally when it's time for you to leave this earth, whether abruptly or in a slow fashion, 
You're not going to be thinking, oh my gosh, I wish I had listened to all of the haters and not accomplished anything and just stay, um, stay home and be lackadaisical and scroll social media and, and not go after my goals and dreams and not go big. You're going to be like, I wish I accomplished that. I wish I did this. I wish I did that. I wish I did this in my, in my 30s. I wish I did this in my 40s. I wish I did this in my 50s. It doesn't matter who says you're too young. It doesn't matter who, you say, who says you're too old. Go and do what you want to do. Be great. The entire episode, I didn't have an inspiring message. But this is the message that I feel in my spirit for myself. And I just wanted to share it with you. Go big. Don't go home. Don't be afraid of failure either. We step on failure. And we keep moving. And we learn from it. Thank you for listening to this episode. This is, this is the final part of the episode. I don't want to say it a hundred times before I sign off, but make sure you're here next week, Friday. The BOZ podcast is going up. This is only the beginning. Thank you so much for listening.